2. Chicago Our new father's name was Emilio. He was a short man with a light complexion and light brown hair. I never got to know much about him. I heard he had children from a previous marriage. Other than that, Emilio was a total mystery. My mother must have been pregnant months before she and Emilio were married. Shortly after we moved out of the village, she gave birth to a baby girl. I now had three sisters. Soon after the birth of their daughter, Emilio moved the family to the United States. The first couple of years in the States were great. We lived in Chicago, the Windy City, the city of broad shoulders and all that other bullshit. I was going on seven years old when we first came to Chicago. I was very curious about everything that surrounded me. How fascinating were the things in this great city, so different, so new. I remember sitting on the back porch of our very first apartment in Chicago and getting excited about the silver and green train going by on the elevated tracks located about a half a block away. I dreamed of someday riding that big green machine that decorated the skyline. People were everywhere in Chicago. They socialized at all times of the day. This city was alive. In Puerto Rico, the nearest neighbors were a quarter mile away, and they were usually relatives. The houses were made of wood, and the toilet was a simple outhouse. In Chicago, strangers lived next to, above, and below each other. Oh, and the miracle of indoor plumbing. What a difference there was in lifestyle and scenery. I fell in love with Chicago. I had trouble learning English, but other than that, I was in heaven. At school, I was placed in a preschool setting because of my language barrier. It wasn't so bad. At almost seven years old, I was the biggest kid in class, and I got to go home at noon. I discovered that I had to attend school only in the morning after spending half the afternoon searching for the go-home room on my first day. If it hadn't been for a Spanish-speaking teacher that I ran into that day, I might still be wandering the hallways. We lived on the south side of the city, around 26th Street. It was a predominantly Mexican neighborhood. For the most part, they weren't very friendly to Puerto Ricans. Their favorite chant was, Arriba Mexico, Abajo Puerto Rico, Up with Mexico, Down with Puerto Rico. I think their dislike of Puerto Ricans stemmed from the fact that while we were citizens of the United States at birth, they had to literally sneak into this country. But that seemed to be predominantly an adult attitude. The kids didn't seem to care. I made friends with kids who spoke Spanish as fluently as they did English. That helped my sisters and me learn English faster. At home, Emilio's attitude toward us changed as his daughter got older. In short, he became an asshole. He would do things like padlock the refrigerator so that only his daughter could drink milk. He would hang a box of crackers from a rope high up on the ceiling so that we couldn't have any. All of his anger was taken out on us. Whether it was money problems, the baby crying, or an itch he couldn't scratch, we were beaten for it. Why my mother let him do those things, I'll never know but I'm sure it had a lot to do with avoiding my stepfather's anger. By the time I was eight, the only thing my two sisters and I had to look forward to was going to school. We were pretty much confined to our bedroom in order to avoid Emilio's wrath. 
We went outside only when Emilio wasn't around, which was usually when we were in school. Then Emilio lost his job. I didn't know what he did for a living to begin with, but during this period he was always at home. With him there all the time, the ranting and raving was constant. Then suddenly, and for no apparent reason, Emilio started leaving the house early and would not come back until late at night. With Emilio not around, our childhood became a joy again. The city, the snow, our new friends. My sisters and I loved every minute of it. Meanwhile, Emilio got himself in some sort of trouble trying to scam the Social Security Administration. The rumor was that the FBI had picked him up for questioning. And just like that, Emilio disappeared. No goodbyes, no I'll be back.